Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. And thanks for joining in. You're tuning into a new episode of About Sparta Podcast brought to you by the good folks at New Amendment. Uh, without further ado, um, I have my brother, uh, our, our team captain um, and, and sparring dog, Travis Walton, man. Welcome to the show, man. It is it is a blessing just to have you all here, man. Blood couldn't make us any closer. Um, and for you to be able to join me here at a bar, About Sparta podcast, man, it's, it's truly a blessing. And I can't wait to um, get your intake on some of these games and uh, get your professional opinion on what we need to do to be successful um, throughout the year. So uh, without further ado, uh, just let's just give me some and get a fan some insight about what you've got going on uh, uh, with your life right now. Man, I appreciate that. I'm excited to be on this with my brother. Uh, like you said, blood could make us no closer. We got close when we first got to Michigan State, recruiting sure. you, and we talked about it. Like this Ohio thing, we both from Ohio. So Ooh, yes, sir. The show with us is exciting. But before we start anything, I got to give you your flowers, brother. Such an amazing 13-year career. I know it just came to an end, obviously cut short during the season. But I'm so excited for you, man. It's been just an amazing 13-year run for you. Not too many people can say they played the game of basketball as a job for 13 years, my brother. So I know you have been able to take your family, your kids, your wife, your moms all around the world, see things that very, very few people get to see, brother. So uh, I just want to congratulate you. As they say in the 22s and the 2000s, get people their flowers, baby. Wow. Give me your flowers. Congrats. No, I, pre- I, I appreciate that, my brother. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, man, it was a it was a sad career ending uh injury that I had, but um I'm excited, man. The, I'm excited to see what the second part of my life has in store for me, man. And uh, I'm ready to just get to work, man. Let's start with this podcast here. So, man, let's let's do something big and and positive, man, and, and let's turn this thing out. Uh, what, like I said, though, let's talk a little bit about what you're doing, man. Um, I know you're you're a top trainer. Um, just give us some names of, of who you've trained in the last couple of years, man. And, and uh, you know, just, just just give us up some insight on that. Yeah, man. So I've been doing my training stuff. Been doing it full time since 2018 now, and um, had an opportunity to work with a lot of good players, high level, you know, professional athletes and. College guys, some of the guys I work with, obviously, Draymond Green is my main guy that I, you know, work with. I had Kennedy Chandler last year who got drafted by the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Isaiah Todd, who got drafted by Washington Wizards. I had an opportunity to work with Devin Booker before, D'Angelo Russell, um, just a lot of different guys. You know, in this basketball world, is really small. So being sure. able to work with those guys and, you know, even guys, like I said, high-end college guys that you know, also made it to lead not long career, Tyler Eulis. As family, uh, yeah, with the Michigan, uh, just saw a lot of different names, man. There's always in the basketball world and training, you always get different guys that drop in inside your workouts. So I had an opportunity that last year, DeMarcus Cousin worked out with us in Vegas, which was really dope. He's a great person. 
Um, so be able to work with a lot of different guys. Also, you was with us last year, getting it in the oh, last for sure, man, morning, for you know? sure, man, sure, yeah. Not to toot my own horn, but you know, I try to do what I could do when I could do it. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, that, that's truly a blessing, man. Now, now I know you were in on the coaching aspect um, early in your career. Which one do you prefer? Do you prefer more coaching, or do you prefer the more personal? Um, training aspect uh, of basketball? Well, I think there's two different agendas, right? I think when I'm coaching, right, you have an organization out view, right? It's like what they're looking at for the player. And when you're working with players individual, like it becomes more personal, right? You're looking for the best interest of the player. So I enjoy both sides. The one thing is crazy. The thing I miss a lot about coaching, you know, I like my swag, right? So I like sure. the suits, but like now, <laughs> nobody wears yeah. suits. You feel yeah. me? They all wearing the polos, and you got different sure. styles with the coaches. So I enjoy dressing up. I enjoyed the locker room, that camaraderie in the locker room. You know, getting prepared for shoot arounds or um, just the things that come with being inside of an organization. And then the training, mm-hmm. I actually enjoy as well, right? Because you get to take someone and you get to talk to them about like what can they add, what's their value. And when you're dealing with guys that are professionals, right, they're making a change. And that change is a lot of these guys were the big dog on campus. For sure. Now they're stepping into an organization that they're going to go through some changes. And those changes, they don't know what's going to happen. So for me, I'm able, because I've been blessed to be around four championships with Draymond, right? So I've been able to see a unique situation with the Warriors up close and personal. And they have a unique situation, which is why they're so good. Right. But I also been able to see guys come in throughout other organizations. Some guys stick, some guys don't. So when I get to talk to these young bulls, I'm like, hey, you're finna start over. And a lot of them, right, similar to us, right, when we play, we didn't know the role of being eighth, ninth, tenth man. Right. Sure. You were really coming in as the guy. Or yeah, coming sure. in college, right? You started as a freshman, so you were in a unique yeah. situation as well, right? You came in starting. A lot of guys coming in college, right? They're not planning to be the ninth or tenth. They're planning at least to be sixth, seventh, or starting, right? Starting so more. when they get into the league, if you ain't a top pick, bro, like you coming, you ninth or tenth or G League, right? For sure, man. And 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 it's funny that you say that because uh, I watched something where Dre was speaking. Um, I think at the UCLA uh, uh, workouts, and he was like, man, yeah. you got to realize everybody has a role to play. Yeah, He was like, it's only two guys per team that can do it absolutely what the hell they want to do. For sure. Everybody else has has a role to play. And if you don't find that role, you will be left out. It's gonna be and I, I mean, uh, that, that speaks volumes of how the not only the NBA is ran, but also overseas. It's it, it's it's it goes hand in hand. So, um, it's it's just funny that you said that, man. And this because basketball is 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 it it keeps reinventing itself. Um, but if you keep it as simple as it's intended to be, it's such a beautiful game. Um, but you know, without with, with saying all of that, man, let's hop into some of these games. Michigan State is on a three-game winning streak. Um, the last couple of games were against Penn State, uh, Brown, and Oakland. 
Um, this game against Penn State, for me, I thought was going to be a good one, uh, which, it, in my opinion, it, it really didn't disappoint. Um, with records of 6-4 and four and 6-3, and three, I thought it would be a, a collision course. Um, and I don't think the score actually did this game any justice. Um, they uh, The field goal, the state's uh, – uh, shot 43% um, from field goal and uh, Penn State shot 34. Three-point uh, State shot 42. Penn State shot 29. Um, and then State won the, the total rebound uh, getting 40 while Penn State uh, got 34. Um, what can you say about um, Penn State and how they play their brand of basketball um, and how effective it is against uh, Michigan State, because we've had some battles in the past that have been amazing against Penn State, and they have definitely shocked us on a couple of instances. Um, so just just touch on that and 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 uh, speak on how Penn State basketball is so effective against against us in Michigan State. Well, I think the first thing, right? And I know our Penn State guys. I got it. They beat us. They they ran the court on us when they beat us at their place. Oh, ran the court. Uh, so I think one of the biggest challenges when you go to Penn State, I got the listeners, listen, hear me, is that the crowd is not like, it's not a packed house. It's not. It's so not. You sometimes, that's a big adjustment. It's when you not. From, when you're coming from Spartan Nation and like our home it's, crowd for us and you go there, that's it's a different exciting. game. You 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 you're liable to fall asleep at a Penn State game. It's a different atmosphere. If, if they're playing anybody boring, you're liable to fall asleep. One hundred percent. So I think that right there is kind of like you getting up for it. You come out, shoot around like before the game, pregame, not shoot around pregame, and you used to coming to Michigan State or certain environments, right? Oh, man. Where there's a lot of fans there, either our fans. Or, and they're standing the whole time. They're standing, right? So you coming out with some energy, like you got your swag. You like, yo, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Sure, you come out sure. there, you're trying to create energy. So sure. that right there is different from a player perspective. Now the coaches is also telling them, hey, we can't sleep on them. This is a good program. This is a good program. It's a good program. Like these guys are going to compete, right? They're going to play. So if you don't come out and respect the opponent, it's going to get tough. So, and I'll touch on something. It's, it's a thing Draymond told me, and I heard it. Steve Kerr say, says this, and he talked about appropriate fear, right? You're going to have appropriate fear when you step into arenas. And sure. I look at, like, a Penn State, these type of teams, like, you got to have appropriate fear where you got to feel confident that you're going to win that game, that you're going to perform and do what you need to do. But at the same time, if you're not doing what you need to do, you will lose that game. Which you will lose that right? game. So, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Penn State, by the way. Jamil Cornley, Taylor Battle. Yes, sir. Um, those, those guys were, man, they were a handful for us. <laughs> handful, buddy, handful. So, the good thing that – so, the big thing for me that happened in that Penn State game was the game before – we were on a two-game losing streak, losing to Notre Dame and Northwestern, right? We lost to Northwestern. Right. And that Northwestern game, A.J. Hoger didn't start. So sure. coming into Penn State, he's from Philly. That's the East Coast. That's home. I'm oh, sure he home. had a good crowd of people. And he was coming back. He had a great game. He had 23 points, six rebounds, 
made some huge plays for us down the stretch. So that was really big for me to look at him and go, okay, you didn't start. You played well against Northwestern, had some good plays, but now you get inserted back into the starting lineup. You at home, kind of a home game for you. <laughs> How are you going to hold it down for us because we just lost our first opener in the Big Ten? So he came out and played really well. Right? Really well. Really good. For really me. well. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was actually funny that, that he played so well because on, on the other side, Penn State has Pickett. And, man, this guy's a handful, man. He had uh, 13 points, uh, 17 rebounds, eight assists as 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 the point guard. Um, yeah. His game actually re- reminds me, I don't know if you remember this guy, Jermont Gordon that went to Virginia Tech. Yeah. Um, not super not super fast, plays at his own pace, um, a little shifty, but can post up, can pass, um, just has a great feel for the game, man. So this guy, he's uh, he's ahead of his time. And uh, I hope he can can continue to keep putting up these numbers because this this guy is one heck of a player. Um, they also we also had uh, uh, like you said AJ scored twenty three, um, Hauser scored twelve and fifteen, and then Tyson Walker, man, is, who has pretty much been the most consistent on our team, scoring fourteen three and one. Um, yeah, man, the, I thought it was a great game. Um, we pu- ended up pulling it out later um in the second half um but it was a game that i was most definitely looking forward to and uh and i was excited that we could pull it out versus uh um versus penn state in in their arena um let's real quick before we go like Jada Atkins, we're gonna touch on him these next couple games oh for sure let's, let's like, speak on that yeah, let's speak on that. game also right Jaden had seven points and he was two, what, two for three from the three point line. And when we get to recapping these games, like, this is a good game that he's starting to find his shot. And then I told you before, right? Like, Madi, we know the Michigan State way. <laughs> and sometimes as viewers, right, you look at it, I was in that role, right? Sometimes I, I wouldn't score much, but I, my sure. minutes were consistent. Madi yeah, had sure. zero points and five rebounds. But he played 18 to 20-some minutes. So his minutes been consistent. He's been playing well for us. So we kind of – and that double-double by Joey, those 15 rebounds, like yeah. those are big time without Malik Hall, right? So like, sure. you know, having him step up and rebound the ball like that on a double-double is like huge, huge. For sure. Um. Yeah, man. Like, like you just said, uh, it, it is so funny because Matt, a lot of Maddie's stats don't always show up in the in – on the uh, stat sheet, um, this guy is he—he's a—he's a big, physical, athletic big. Um, the great part about Matty is he sets great screens. He does a lot—a lot of things that, like I said, don't show up in the stat sheet. But you need to win games in those type of environments. So Matty's contribution is huge. Uh, whenever we can uh, pull out a win. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Brown game. Um, it's funny because it was a family affair um, as Michigan State faced the scrappy Brown team. Uh, Paxson Wojcik, son of assistant coach Doug Wojcik at Michigan State, brought a ton of energy and toughness, even though the game was out of reach for the Bears. Um, it was a home game for us. I think uh, the guys just had way too much energy. They, they, they play sporting basketball like they always do. And they were able to uh, pull out a, a pretty easy victory, um, winning by 18 points. Um, 
a couple of players that shined in that game, Hauser, 22, 4 and 5, AJ, uh, 17, 4 and 4, and then Tyson um, with 10 and 2. Um, Wojcik, actually, for Brown, didn't play too bad. He had 10 points, 13 rebounds, and four assists. Um, so um, they tried their best, man. They're, they're just not on our level, I think, talent-wise. Um, so they, it just didn't, didn't work out for them or in their favor. And, uh, I think we, it, it worked out for us though. We came out with that energy. We play hard. We, we struggled in the, in the first couple of minutes and then, you know, he has had one of his famous punching the hand timeouts. Like, come on guys, what's, what's going on? Everybody knows his and how he gets. So after that timeout, we seem to get it together and, uh, tell me what you thought about that game and, uh, who's, who stepped up for us. Yeah, I think, again, it was a three-headed monster, right, with Joey, AJ, and Tyson. They all played really well. Um, like you said, Joey had 22 points. He was two for four from the three-point line. When he's making shots for us, it opens it up, makes him feel a little bit more confident. Um, AJ had 17 points. So the Penn State game, AJ went six for six from the free-throw line. The Brown right. game, AJ went four for four from the free-throw line, right? Like making free-throws, right? Because he can get down there and make some plays, finish. He got that yeah. body. So he'll make throws is big and post up. Like he's different than what we had in the past where we can throw the ball to him in the post. So for making sure. free throws are as huge for him. Also, he right. had four rebounds and four assists. We know he can, you know, he can pass that pill. Yeah, and he can pass it. He can pass it. And then Tyson Walker, he had 10 points, two for five from the three-point line, right? And another guy, X Factor. We can call him the X Factor. But again, if it wasn't for injuries, he was one of the guys that we talked about being one of the main guys for us. Again, Jaden Atkins, right? He had nine points, but he was three for five from the three-point line, right? Sir. Against Penn State, two for four, came back at Brown, three for five. You know what I'm saying? And then again, Mahdi, kind of that unsung hero, zero yes, points, seven rebounds, setting screens, getting rebounds. And we know this, all right? Shout out to our guy, I don't Ebok. Anybody, I did. You feel me? Hey, I seen Mighty this summer, bro. So this summer we had our grind week, the grind week where everybody come back. Hopefully this year you'll be. Not hopefully you will be back this year. I will be. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we watching Coach DJ. You know D. I'm sitting there watching Mighty, and this dude is so athletic. Oh my gosh, he's so athletic. He plays extremely hard. I'm watching him, and I go, D, we may need to get him some elbow pads. That may be like I did. You feel me? Like, because he's so strong. Because he's so strong, you're grabbing his arms. You're fouling him. So he yeah, might be swinging sure. the elbow, and I'm looking. I'm like, yo, please just oh don't knock nobody God. face up right now. Don't break a nose. <laughs> so, again, you said, Marty said, great screens. He's an enforcer. He's a full oh enforcer. Right? Oh like, and it's, it's just great to see because uh, I got to watch beginning of the year. I went to the Gonzaga game on the boat. So I got to see him more up close and personal. So it's great to just watch these little things. And when you said the screen thing, Man. I was like, bro. Bro, it's, 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 it's funny that you brought up ID because they are one in the same, bro. They play. <laughs> Exactly alike. ID was known 
in practice were setting the most illegal screens. The most. And everybody wanted to fight ID every day in practice because, bro, like, first off, we're in practice. Stop moving the screens. ID, if you move the screen again, I'm running through the screen. <laughs> and so the fact that you just compared him to ID was so spot on, bro. That's hilarious. Shout out to ID. Hey, shout out to ID, bro, because I said it, and then D was like, nah, Trav. I said, the good thing about ID and oh, what body God. don't do, Hilarious. ID would come in the game and give you about three or four fouls. Easy. Quick. So we Quick. had a huge team. So guys Quick. were like, that. our senior year, we matched the national championship game. We were big. Huge. So when those guys would come in the game, they were playing eight to 13 minutes. But those eight to 13 minutes, whoever they played against, they felt every minute. Because oh, what? They, was going no, you, they had to, you, listen, you played against us. By the end of the game, you had to get in that cold tub. Yes. You had to get in that, that. Your body was extremely sore at the end of that game playing against us. Yes. With, with, the, with the big guys that we had um, yes. at Michigan State. Hey, and the one thing we missed, Ray, is when we were on that two-game losing streak, we were we had lost the losing the rebound battle and we the rebound know, battle the rebound battle was huge against Penn State. We was plus six on the rebound battle against Brown. We was plus we was plus seven. You know what I'm saying? Like right. yeah, rebounding stuff was huge. The year we made huge. the national championship game, even when we won in our best years at Michigan State, our rebounding we're one our of the teams rebounding the basketball. That's a every thing. Every year. I think I think I think his uh is really makes makes a point for his, all his teams to be yes. a great rebounding team. Bro, do you remember that game? I want to say it was against Illinois. We got we got our ass kicked against Illinois. And coach was like, you know what? Tomorrow is off. He was like, come here at midnight. I'll, I will never forget this, bro. He said, come here at midnight. Everybody, so everybody's in the locker room by 11, you know, getting stretched or whatever the case may be, getting taped. We know it's about to be a crazy, hard practice. We just don't know what it's going to include. Yeah. So everybody's, you know, everybody's on the court at this time. This is probably 1150. Everybody's on the court. Next thing we see is, is comes out with the, Football He's cream. famous for for the for the for the uh the sweatshirt with the arms cut off the cut off sweatshirt like Bill Belichick, yeah. and he pushes out a cart. Yeah, Travis, just tell the fans and the viewers what was in that cart and what we did that entire practice. And we had shoulder pads. <laughs> hey, listen, right? So I tell people this, and they'd be like. Man, that ain't true. I'm like, nah. No. Nah. Like, if, if every team, I know for us, we have we were tough, and that was our calling card. Like we were yeah. gonna beat you up. You we were gonna beat you. So coach was like, y'all just got bullied. Y'all got bullied. So and he obviously <laughs> said some other stuff in there. Right? First, first you know? off, first off, do you remember? Do you remember we came back straight from and watched? Video of the game, yeah, the whole game, the whole game. Yes. Mind you, we got back late, late as hell. Got back late as hell, so we we come back and we just straight the film. We watching film. Look, look, Ray, you got horse. 
Hey, bro, Chester Frazier. I hit. I talked to Chester Frazier on IG a couple weeks ago. He had made a post because you know Chester Frazier had a mean right to left crossover. Oh yeah, and he was tough. Yes, he He did. He was physical. He was tough. He was tough. He was that pit bull. He was the pit. So he was the the guy that was setting the tone. So like when we went into Illinois, like those are like dog fights. You know what I'm saying? Like he was was setting the tone there. And obviously, he's one of the coaches on the staff, right? Yeah, bringing sure. that, bringing that basketball and that brand of basketball back there. But like, not nah, Chester was one of those guys that we like. Mm-hmm. Hey, he gonna set the tone from a toughness standpoint, and he got all his guys rolling with him. You know what I'm saying? So sure. Sure. Uh, that was I remember that football pass, and uh, uh, you know Ohio, our brand. Right, it's our brand. We want to get physical. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure, yeah. bro. That practice had to last for about a good hour fifteen. That just for sure after the game. Just, yeah. After the game. After the game. Moving on, man. Moving on. Let's recap uh, this game versus Oakland. Uh, Michigan State tipped off against the University of Oakland, who has been struggling since the beginning of the season with the two and eleven record. Um, it was a highly anticipated game as Oakland always looks forward to playing against state, especially with it being an in-state battle. Um, I personally was excited to see Rocco Watts, a familiar face play back in his old stopping grounds, but I can't say state felt the same. They cut this man's water off early. When I say early, man, he struggled. Four points, one assist, one rebound, and five turnovers. Man, that has to be one of the most horrible feelings, coming back home, playing against your old team, and you have that type of game. Um, Tell us a little bit more about what you thought uh, Michigan State did so well uh, to prevail in that game against Oakland. Yeah, well, I think whenever you have an in-state team you play Right. And it's not a Michigan. It's not someone that con- that's considered one of the big horses or fresh. Your freshman year. My freshman year. I was year. just about to say this. You lost to Grand Valley. Right? Grand, oh, my Grand Valley. God. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that was that was terrible. Like that was oh my I'm not God. sure how many times we lost to in-state teams outside of Michigan. So I think that Oakland game, whenever we first off, let, let, let's be clear on that. We only lost. I only lost to Michigan one time, and that was my freshman year as well. Respect. Uh, just, I, I'm not even sure. I know <laughs> I lost to him a couple. I, I don't know if it was tied, but I respect that rank. Much love. I got for you. sure. I just had to clear that up. I'm sorry. Respect. Sorry, Michigan fan. No, you good. I, I, please clear that up. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but I need to check that up. Yeah, man. So Oakland was 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 great. It's a Christmas game. It's normally always around that like break holiday time when we normally play them. So it was great. It was good again. Kind of that three head monster instead of AJ. Right. We had Joey, 16 points, four for five from the three point line. Right. Jaden, again, we talked about Jaden. He kind of rounded in form to it for us at a perfect time. He had 15 points. Again, he was three for four from the three point line. Right. And then Tyson Walker. Right. 13 points. He was three for eight from the three-point line. And again, right. the guy we talked about, Mahdi. Now Mahdi, kind of, he turned it up, right? He turned he it up. points, 12 rebounds. And he was three for four from the free throw line. So Huge. we're seeing this, like, transformation in Mahdi, right, game after game where he's playing well, 
Some games he can score, catch the lobs, finish around the basket, which is great. And whenever he can make his free throws, you know, it's really big for us. So that's always a great game for us. Um, and then and- – Yep. I'm I'm sorry. Um, yes, just just touching back on Mahdi, I think his energy alone from the beginning, uh, f- beginning few minutes of the game, uh, he he caught a he caught a offensive rebound, put back and one, got an alley oop, um, and finished it over somebody, um, and then he got a block, and I think he sent it to like the third row. So Mahdi was man, his energy was huge for State, man, and he like you said, he's playing. He's been playing excellent these last couple of games. I hope he can continue um, his his streak. Hey, so, Ray, if you are a Spartan fan, bro, and I always say this about Michigan State, because when people think about the Big Ten, they have this, like, it's slow, it's it's just banging, right? Obviously high IQs. But Michigan State, we want to get up and down. Like, we want to get the ball out. Of course. the ball up, have some highlights. So if you a Michigan State fan, going to this Buffalo game, I think it's going to be exciting. Buffalo right now is averaging 80 points a game. We're averaging 70 points a game. So that tells me Buffalo wants to get up and down. And their last game, they won. They scored 129 points. You feel me? So for me, I'm like, yeah, you thinking that you're going to come in, y'all going to speed the game up. they going to run it up. That's playing well for them. Right, one guy averaging Curtis Jones, he's averaging about 15 points. And they're gonna their coach is gonna say, push the pace. Let's play. So if you were a fan, we like, oh, this is what we want. We, we want you to come, play fast, so we can get out in transition and have some highlights. And this is a perfect game for us to run the score up. Everybody has some dunks, hit some shots, play really well, and get prepared heading into the Big Ten. Right, New Year game heading into Nebraska, first game in the new yes, year. Sir. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. Like, so I'm yes, excited sir. for this Buffalo game. Yeah, me too, man. Um, like you said, look, first off, let's be clear. Um, their record does not speak on how good they are. This six and six record is is a fluke. Um, they lost some some tight close really lo- they lost some tight knit close games um that they probably could have easily won. Um, but man, they have a lot of talent and I think their identity is the more possessions, the better. Better chance they have of winning. Um, they get up and down the floor. Um, and, man, I, I, like you said, I think it's going to be an exciting game, man. These guys are uh, they're athletic, um, and, and so are we. So I'm looking forward to this game, just seeing um, how we play against Buffalo. Yo, Ray, maybe. Is this one of the games? I'm not sure. Is this the game where we bring in – the non is like the old former Izzo fans. You know we have one of those games uh, here, so yeah, it's right? yeah, yeah. like one of them. This like one of them chicken it, games, right? Like where you, yeah, you might holidays. Right. It was Merry Christmas. I give you, you a couple presents, right. tickets to the game. You, you feel might me? Be right. It's an you game. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you might be. You might. You might hit it right on the head with that yeah. one, bro. You might be right, man. So yeah, man. This is this is definitely. Every, definitely one everybody should be tuned into um, because I think this game is is definitely not a sleeper. Everybody's going to be locked in um, to try to get this victory. Um, with that being said, man, let's let's speak about Nebraska. They're four and eight right now, on two and Big Ten. Um, how do you think they're going to uh, play against Michigan State? And you know what does Michigan State need to do 
to pull out a victory versus uh, Nebraska. The motto for most colleges, most everywhere, new year, new team, baby. New yeah, year, sure. new team, right? New okay, year, new first, team. It's the first game in the new year for, for both for sure. teams. So I think this game, early in the Big Ten season, they're 0-2. They play Iowa December 29th, so they potentially can come in 0-3 or 1-2. 1-2. Right? Yeah. It's going to be our – we 1-1. So this is a good game for us to kind of get in the winning side, come out 2-1. But like yes, sir. Said, it's early in the Big Ten year. You can't overlook no opponent. You got to come in with the right. It's Big Ten play. So all records are out the door. Like we said, that motto, I think that's the motto for every program. Most definitely. Team, business, Most definitely. new year, new team, new way, right? So I think we got to come in and prepare. We're very similar in statistics, right? What they average point-wise, 68, we have 69. Like I think a lot of the Field goal percentage, they have 44, we have 43. Rebounding, right, just to throw a couple, they had 37.5, we had 37.4. yeah. Right, so we're yeah. very similar. So this is one of them games, as you know, right, I'm not sure if campus have – well, probably campus have to play the, um, the fans and the students haven't come back on campus yet. So oh, which is so tough. Yeah, it's tough for us, you know what I'm saying? It's so tough. this is one of them games where – like, we got to make sure our energy, everything is right. And also, y'all in that Midwest, so it's freezing cold and there's got some snow out there. So we got to get right. Trev, man, if you don't mind, man, let's let's touch on that and how hard it is around this Christmas time. Just just the grind of it um, at Michigan State. Um, talk about um, what it's like nobody's there in – on campus, everybody's back home with their families and their loved ones. You are the only team on campus. And it is freezing cold in East Lansing and you have to go in day after day and grind to get prepared for these games like Buffalo and Nebraska coming up. Talk about that a little bit, man. Well, this is a great opportunity and it's a great time to build as a team. Right, because sure. everybody's gone. Your girlfriend, your friends, they all with their families. So right sure. now, like it's like time to like really build, correct some things that you haven't been doing well as a team, have a couple team dinners, right? Go kick it. We used to hang out during these times even more. For sure. Right? Because there's for nobody sure. on campus. Nobody's on campus. It's a big time for freshmen because they're in the dorms, right? They're well, now we got that oh. housing, so it look a little bit different. I'm Back in the days, it was dorm. Back in the day, oh, that now was Now they tough. got the house. It's different. But <laughs> yeah, it's still right, an opportunity right. for them to come together and, like, spend more quality time, time not yes. at the housing, inside the gym with each other because nobody's on campus. So um, it's a great opportunity, right, for the guys to kind of, like, and the coaching staff to correct some things and, and, like, build a little bit, right? These are the times as a team, as you know, where we really take another step as a team because we're spending a lot more quality time with each other um, because no students on campus. For sure. For sure, man. Um, man, I think you made some great points. That, that, that Christmas time was always a rough one for me simply because I am a, I am a homebody. Mm -hmm. I love kicking up with the family. And the fact that you, you might not make it home for Christmas used to kill me every yeah. year. But I mean, it was it was it was good though because I had guys like you, um, guys like Dre, um, 
you know, just just being able to kick it with and spend time with us going over Izzy's house for dinners or whatever the case may have been, man. So it was always great doing that and, and sharing that experience with my dogs. Man, you know what was big for me during this time? And, you know, uh, I want to give a shout out to, to Mama Lou, right? She just passed away. She was big in the sports Man, rest in peace. Right? Yeah, she was. Coach Izzy actually spoke at her funeral. And she was real big and important. She was big because during these times, we all have different families that we connect with and that become extended families for us. Pastor Jesse was another one. Rest in peace, Pastor Yeah, yep. So you have these different people that you have and every college has them, right? You have a people that connect with you off the court that's not inside the program and you build with them. And they're able to cook you some home-cooked meals. Right, because like you said, you're missing that like time with the family. Man, so for you sure. Get to get a home cooked meal, warm housing, like all those little things that sometimes we don't think matter, but they make and they mean the world for your mental, for your mental health. Right, to make sure you're you're balanced, because you got to stay balanced at this elite level. You feel me? So uh, those were also for me were were big things to to like. Hey, yo, let's go over and get a home cooked meal. You feel me? Like, let's do that let's sure. chill a little bit. Let's let's step outside of, of the basketball gym and then let's get back at nighttime because you can go back at nighttime because for sure. Get your, shots action. get your workouts in. No distractions, yeah, for bro. sure. No. For sure. For sure. Yep. Shout out also to Miss Anita, man, baking the cookies, man. I don't know. If she's still, yeah. I don't know. If she's still doing that, but she was she was a legend for that. She's a legend. The, the holiday cookies, man, every every couple of weeks. That was huge, yeah. man. Sure. Yes, sir. Um. Oh, we got to bring up a, a a huge. Got to give a huge shout out and a huge congratulations to Matt Ishby, man. Uh, Spartan dog. Um, just bought the Suns and the Mercury. How big is that, man? Just just for the school bragging rights and and the opportunities that are ahead for Michigan State alumni and, and and the guys that are still there at Michigan State. Yo, Ray, we got three. Three. Tom Gores, Detroit. Three. And Gilbert, the Cavs. And Cavs. now we got Matt Ishbia. And this one hit home because obviously he played. He was Boy. a championship team. Boy, he's talking. So, and all the money he giving back, he's making the, the, the court name, his old court. He's giving money to the football program, so he's already been entrenched there. And then now going to Phoenix, where I said uh-huh. earlier, I think Phoenix, Arizona has one of the biggest alumni bases. Alumni. Yeah, so for, sure. for him to we go there and to buy the Suns, which that organization, we all know and see what the Suns are doing, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre A. They, they're, already, they're already top of the line. They're, they're already, already top, of, top the of the line. So for him to jump in there, now he bought at a nice price for Billy, for billion. You feel me, like big ball, big, 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 big money, big money, big money, yeah, big money. But, but, um, I think it's incredible. I think it just speaks to our Spartan, our Spartan nation, and our alumni base. And uh, what a great honor for the fan base to have someone like Matt Ishbe. He's a great person, uh, man, a great person. And uh, I think he's gonna do, he's gonna do amazing things with that organization. And kind sure. of continue to help them. Sure. They were in bad light from outside of the basketball court. So I For think sure. with him coming in, I think he has a great opportunity to uh, to turn some new life. And he's yeah. gonna bring. Listen, Matt, over where he at, he brings a lot of Spartans in there. At UCA, sure. where he was at, he brought a lot of Spartans. So I'm hoping that he does the same thing 
where he's bringing a lot of Spartans over to that Suns organization, the Mercury, to continue to help elevate it. Yeah, for sure, man. And and, and that speaks volumes on on uh, what what Spartan family is, man. It's, it's definitely family-oriented. Everybody um, enjoys each other's company. And, and Matt has done a great job in, in showing that type of love. So big shout-out to Matt, man. And, uh, you know, hopefully, shoot, I can soon have the get on the sands, bro. <laughs> you feel me like, ah, come out of, come out of retirement. Just to, just, just, just to suit up for a couple of carries. Give me a couple of 10 days. Hey, give me a couple of 10 days. Hey, them yeah, ten, give me a couple of 10 days. Hey, Ray, man. them 10 days is healthy. Them, they, they, they <laughs> hefty. Yeah, hefty. Hefty, yeah. Hefty bags, hefty bags, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, <laughs> man. But yes, sir, man. Um, Man, I'm, I'm so glad, man, that we got a chance to do this, man. Trav, like I said, is a, is a, my brother, man. And the fact that you are able to join me now on this podcast, it, it, it speaks volumes, man. I couldn't be more happy uh, about this opportunity given, man. And, and hopefully we can continue this and, and keep doing our thing, man. Hey, what they say, the three good things, if you can do it every day, laugh, smile, cry. We're going to do that, hey. baby. You, no, brother, for sure. You, so I'm excited you know, for it. I'm excited. For sure. For sure. Logging off, man. Logging off. It's been a good one.